Hey, Agents for Life. Happy Friday. What's going on, everyone? I hope, I hope, I hope that you're having a fabulous day and a fabulous week. Fridays are always amazing. I mean, there's just something about Fridays. I don't know. I'm happier on Fridays. I'm always happy, but happy Fridays, just like a little extra dose of goodness in them, right? Anyways, um, it's been a, a really blessed week for us. I've had um, decent... Uh, production had some good stories in the field. I had probably the longest appointment I have ever had this week. I think it was close to four hours. I'm not kidding. Um, this was a couple that was very skeptical. In fact, they had told us, "No, don't come. I saved you a trip from coming across town." And we sat in front of them, explained because they thought it was going to be phenomenally expensive. Explained the critical period concept to them. Their eyes lit up. I tell you, when people understand it this way, if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to the podcast about critical period and listen to it. But when people understand the critical period concept, it's like this little light bulb goes off inside their head and they're like, what? That totally makes sense. Wrote a policy on both of them. And four hours later, I heard all kinds of stories. The guy was a diver. He was a rescue diver for the for the sheriff's posse. And so he did some underwater rescue dives. I mean, that's kind of an interesting career path, right? He was 80. No, he was, anyways, he was he was older. He wasn't diving anymore, but healthy couple. Anyways, what an adventurous career, right? I mean, we get to meet some of the coolest, most interesting people, and I love stories. But it's not as efficient to run a business doing four-hour appointments. I get it. But part of me says, you know, it's not all about the efficiency, I love connecting with people. I love hearing stories. And if on occasion, I don't do it all the time, someone keeps me there for four hours, I really am okay with that. You know, compared to what I used to do at my job, where everything was under deadline, everything was um, scrutinized, you know, it, it, it just kind of drained the life out of life. And now I get to inject life back into life and I get to go spend time and just meet people, hang out with them a little bit and then write a policy. So that's what, that's part of what I did this week. Um, uh, other appointments were a little bit more reasonably um, timed. I was about an hour, usually l- not longer than an hour, maybe an hour and a half on an appointment, unless there's like a lot of challenges. But so that was the week in production. But I, I want to talk a little bit about the tomato plants that you saw at the top of your email. That was a shot that I took. That actually is my backyard. Um, I was walking by. My wife bought these tomato plants about a month and a half ago. And I was walking by, and I noticed the one in the middle was just really struggling. And the other two, are you, you can see them. They're just big, beautiful. They're starting to produce and I asked her, I'm like, what's wrong with this one? Are you not watering it or what's going on? And she simply said, no, we just haven't transplanted it yet. It's in a small bucket. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to talk about this because instantly I can see the analogy and the value of understanding what happens to a plant and what happens to our brains, our minds. And let me unpack this for you because this was a lesson for me. Look at the one in the middle. Just Look at how much it's affected because it's in a small environment. I did some research and I found out that when you don't transplant, I think common sense says this anyways, but scientifically, 
They explained how the root system fills out and reaches the ends of the bucket and wraps around and goes, and there's the, it runs out of nutrition and it runs out of the water. There's not enough water because it doesn't help have enough space to hold water. And so the plant suffers. And so when it's a seed and it's just germinating, it has all that room to grow, it's fantastic. It's beautiful. But there comes a point at which it outgrows its environment. How interesting is that? And those those bigger ones you see, well, I imagine in a couple of months, they're probably going to outgrow their environment as well. Now, what does this have to do with life insurance, you're probably asking? Everything. Because what we do, we don't sell insurance. I mean, we sell insurance, but that's not what it's about. If you're an agent, you came aboard our team, you came with dreams. You came with a reason and a purpose and what we call an equus why, right? We all bring our our why and that's what we're chasing as a family here. We're going after the things that we want out of life and we're using insurance. What a privilege it is, by the way, to go meet with people like I did and you're doing and get to know their stories And we use insurance and that as a vehicle for us to get what we want to get. Now, maybe your dream, your why is you want to leave your job. That was mine. When I first started out, I'll tell you straight up, I had been working a job for 15 years. And in 12 of those 15 was at a a company, my, my second company that I was with. I had one raise in 12 years. It was a five, well, it was $5,000 raise. I went from 75 to 80. In in those 12 years, I had one raise and it only came because I asked for it. And you're probably thinking, yeah, he's probably a bad employee. <laughs> Actually, I was, um, I was a partner. I was a creative director. I did account management. I did sales. I did, they, my, my partner put me in everything. It wasn't for lack of talent or because I was used everywhere. Um, I was by far the longest standing uh, employee. I'm just saying simply, I ran out. I outgrew my environment. I was a little root system in a small pot, and I wasn't going anywhere. I was malnourished. That's how I found myself. And when I came into Equus, I expanded my wife because I was now in a vehicle that could allow me to do that. So think of how powerful it is when we're on the phone or when we're talking to a friend who's struggling because they have a job and they just don't know any better, they're working hard, they're not going anywhere, they're like a little tomato plant. I know it sounds kind of corny, but they're like a little tomato plant trying to produce fruit, but they're in this crammed into this little teeny pot and there's just not a lot of nutrition down there. There's not a lot of water. There's not a lot of place to grow. That little tomato plant, it, it's transplanted now. I went and got a pot and we fixed it. We only had two, and so we just put, transplanted the two and only had one left. And we were, it's one of those things been meaning to get to. So I took care of it. It's now starting to flourish just a few days later. And, um, and so just like that little tomato pot plant, if it had stayed in that small pot, would never produce a tomato because it would never be allowed to reach a maturity level that it would need to reach to produce tomatoes. So it would never bear fruit. might be a cute little plant. You might keep it on your desk. People might say how cute that is and yada, yada. But it would never reach its full potential. So think about that. What was required of that tomato plant is required of you and I. 
we have to put ourselves into an environment where we have ample opportunity to expand our dreams and our goals and what we want to get out of life. And when we cram all of that into a little cubicle, yeah, we're just not going to we're just not going to bear fruit. I mean, you might and you can have a good living. You might be able to, you know, raise a family and and live a good life, but most everybody in that situation well, they, they just kind of live average lives. And, and that's fine for a lot of people. It's not fine for me. I don't want an average life. I don't want to stay small and be a little uh, half yellow tomato plant that never bears fruit. I don't know about you, but when I came into this business, I came in bringing some, some big dreams. I've been playing small too long. I spent 15 years in a job that was maxed out. They couldn't pay me anymore. I knew they couldn't pay me anymore because I saw the books. I was part of the financial discussions. I, I, I wore almost every hat in the agency. And so I knew the numbers. I went over them with, with my partner every month. And I knew I wasn't getting a raise anytime soon. She kept me there, gave me a small bump. But 12 years, one pay increase. I talked to somebody just this last week that got, you know, gets an, uh, annual pay increases just barely enough to keep them in. Not even enough to cover cost of living or inflation. Now, I don't know in your situation, if you're in a job or if you're feeling any kind of thing, it may not even be about money. Maybe it's not even a career thing for you. Maybe it's a time thing or a family thing or a legacy. Or maybe you want to be able to go travel. Maybe it's what you do with the money. Because for me, that's a big part of it. It's not about just having the money. Having the money does nothing. You can have a stack of $100 bills on your table. Unless you do something with those, they don't mean anything, right? They're printed ink on cloth, technically. looks like paper, but they're, they're technically just uh, a commodity. Until you do something with it, and that the end result is really what the value is. So I can take that money, I can go travel around the world. That is much more exciting than just having a stack of bills in front of me because it's what the bills can do. So maybe it's not about the money itself, but the time freedom. Um, I like the idea of being able to go and do service missions and go, uh, you know, go around the world and help, you know, go see what's out there and, and help build wells for people that are thirsty for, for uh, you know, in, in other countries. And I, there's so many exciting, cool things you can do when you're not tied to a job, you've got enough time and you've got the money. Just think about what life would be like if you had everything and you take money and time off the table. Don't have to worry about it. I've got plenty of it. What would you do with your life now? See, now you're starting to think a little bit differently. Would you do what you do currently? Most of us would probably say no, right? We're here with a why. We came to Equus. And if you're not in touch with your why, I'm going to challenge you right now. Go get in touch with it this week, today. Like, figure out what's driving you. What is it that you want to get out of your experience? At some point here, you, along the journey, you came in and you said yes, and you raised your hand and you said, I'm on board, let's do this. And I don't know, maybe you did follow through with that, and maybe you're still following through with that, and maybe you have no intention of following through with that. But if you're in this game called life, you got to have dreams. I mean, 
Equus is a vehicle, and there's people that fulfill their dreams at, at their jobs or at real estate or at online or investing or crypto or whatever. There's a million different vehicles. Equus is a vehicle. Okay, It just so happens that we have a lot of cool things here, so it's a cool vehicle. It's like a, a Ferrari, right? You can sit inside of a Ferrari and not go anywhere. It's not going to do you any good. You have to press on the gas. So when you come in to our business... You get our commitment, you get our team, you get our passion, you get our heart, all of that, but you got to bring the why to the table. And I would add to that the work ethic. You gotta be willing to roll up your sleeves and work. But first and foremost, you gotta have the why. You gotta take that little pot that you came before Equus, that life before Equus, that little pot that you were in, we're going to expand that. We're going to blow that up. We're going to put you in a five-gallon jug, and your roots will have plenty of room to grow. Lots of water, a lot of dirt and soil, a lot of nourishment. Okay, That's what we're talking about. All right, so anyways, this little analogy of the tomato plant just really hit home to me because it's so easy to go through life not even paying attention to our why. And we wake up every day, and it's Monday, and it's Tuesday, and we go to work, and then we help the kids, and we have dinner, and then we got to do laundry, and oh, I got to do some yard work. And then day after day after day goes by, and our whys get sucked dry from us, and we become now malnourished, our spirits and our souls, because we're not in touch with our why. And it's not because we don't have them. It's because a lot of times... We just aren't in a vehicle that will ever allow us to get them. So why even have a why at that point? You're just going to be disappointed. You're going to be sad because there's no way of getting it. Well, welcome to Equus. You can get it. I promise you here you can get it. And we'll show you how. We'll help you how. We'll work with you every step of the way. You bring your why. You make it as big as you want. And you let me know what that is. And we'll go get it. Okay, that's our commitment to you for being on, uh, in our family, on our team. This is the coolest vehicle ever. I'm telling you, we got the best team. It's the best time in, in, in history, I think, with COVID and with the evolution of technology and with all the products that are available right now and the way that business is being done. Never has there been a more perfect storm of opportunity than what you have your hands on right now. If you only knew, and I don't even, I think I count myself in this group. I don't even think I fully understand yet what I have my hands on. But I think I have an idea, and I hope you have an idea. And I hope that as we go through this journey together on our way to our why, I hope that we keep the dialogue open. And if I haven't asked you recently, bring it up. But let's talk about our whys more often. Let's let that be one of the things that keeps us alive and moving and waking up every day and chasing these um, these dreams and getting rejected and having no-shows. That's part of the journey towards our why. So anyways, don't play small in the sandbox. Life is too small, too short. I'm sorry, too short, not too small. Life is huge. It's too short to play small in the sandbox. We've got to expand your vision and bring that enlarged, huge, massive vision of your why to the table. And let's go get it done. I love all of you. I'm so glad you're on the team. I'm glad you're listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you every week for joining in. I hope this helps somebody who might be struggling a little bit, having a down week. I'm not sure. But 
Reconnect with your why. It is not an easy journey. What we're doing is not easy. If it was, everyone would be doing it and everyone would have amazing results. It's not the case. We have to be the ones that fight through the tough times and you do that by hanging on tight to your why because that why is the thing that's gonna drive you through. Have an awesome week. I look forward to talking with you next week. I'm here for every single one of you. Need anything, you just reach out. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye.